Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess, and on this podcast, we'll take a detailed look at why the University of Arizona is in financial trouble. 61 units reported deficit spending in fiscal year 2024, while only 20 units had spending within their budget. More family members than ever before are crossing the U.S.-Mexico border. There are more displaced people today than at any point in history since World War II. And horse racing is off this year in Tucson. There will not be racing in Pima County at Rito. Topping our news today, University of Arizona officials detailed the university's budget crisis. Paola Rodriguez has this report. Interim Chief Financial Officer John Arnold detailed to leaders that there is widespread overspending. According to the presentation, 61 units reported deficit spending in fiscal year 2024, while only 20 units had spending within their budget. The majority of UA's FY23 funds went to colleges and divisions with loans to athletics and payroll accounting for the next largest spending areas. The university is working with a global professional services firm to review the finances and operations of UA's newly acquired global campus, an acquisition that many faculty and staff have opposed. I'm Paola Rodriguez, AZPM News. The Arizona Board of Regents heard last week that University of Arizona Athletics could lose $65 million over two years. But an economics professor from Smith College notes athletic expenses outstrip revenues at most Division I schools. From KJZZ in Phoenix, Matthew Casey has this report. The board heard that the U of A athletic department is operating at a roughly $30 million loss this year. Last year, the department lost about $35 million. Acting CFO John Arnold said there is a broad community discussion ahead. What do we want out of the University of Arizona's athletics? Uh, What do we want out of that experience? What what products do we want to provide? Sports economist Andrew Zimbalist wrote for EconoFact last year that college sports in the U.S. are in a period of overarching transition and deep financial crisis. A key catalyst is that athletes can now earn a share of the profits. Arizona Republicans chose a close ally of former President Donald Trump as their new state party leader over the weekend. Gina Swoboda won a landslide victory at the state Republican Party's annual meeting in Phoenix. Former chair Jeff DeWitt resigned last week. Both Trump and failed gubernatorial candidate Kerry Lake endorsed Swoboda, who was the party's third vice chair. In 2023, the number of families coming to the U.S.-Mexico border greatly increased, and nowhere on the southern border is that more true than in Arizona's Tucson sector, where the number of family members increased from about 24,000 to more than 220,000. Danielle Camara has this report. Federal data released Friday shows Mexico is the country with the largest number of families who came to the U.S.-Mexico border in Arizona at more than 120,000 people in 2023. Department of Homeland Security's Blas Núñez Nieto said during an interview earlier this month that the scale of the challenge is greater than the department's ability to respond to it, in part because the immigration system hasn't been updated since the 90s. There are more displaced people today than at any point in history since World War II throughout the world, and especially in our hemisphere. 
Tucson Sector Border Patrol apprehended a record 80,000 people in December, of which more than half were families and children. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. Tucson City Council Member Steve Kozachik says he's recuperating from a severe bacterial infection from a dog bite. Kozachik says he was jogging on the Tucson Loop about 10 days ago when the dog attacked, leaving a deep wound in his calf muscle. He says the owner promised to bring proof that the dog had received a rabies shot, but never did. Which uh, I consider to be a, an act of a true jerk. Uh, you know, one would hope that somebody would care enough for somebody else's health, uh, that especially with rabies going around uh, the community, that uh, you would at least show up and you know, show your papers. Kozachik says he's getting better with the help of antibiotics, but he missed the window for effective rabies treatment. The owner of the dog remains unidentified. Kozachik urges anyone who's been bitten by a dog to do what he did not do, seek immediate medical help, and get the dog owner's name. A judge is asking for a second opinion on the competency of Eric Ridnour to stand trial for allegedly setting fire to two historic churches in Douglas. Our report is from Summer Hom. U.S. District Court Judge Scott Rash said after an hour-long closed-door hearing Friday that, quote, in the best interest of justice, end quote, he would like to have another doctor evaluate Eric Ridnour to determine if he's competent to stand trial. Ridnor, who is alleged to have set fire to the First Presbyterian Church and St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in May of last year, both more than 100-year-old churches in Douglas, now faces six federal hate crime charges along with charges of arson. The judge asks for recommendations of another doctor to assess Ridnor. The judge wants a second evaluation completed in a month. I'm Summer Hom, AZPM News. A state senator wants to make brass knuckles illegal in Arizona. Fountain Hills Republican John Kavanaugh is sponsoring a bill that would make it a high-level misdemeanor to own or use them. Kavanaugh cited a conversation he had with the mother of a teenager who was severely beaten by someone wearing brass knuckles. It was one of a series of violent assaults by a group of teenagers in East Valley. Kavanaugh says he was surprised the weapons weren't illegal already. The city of South Tucson is suing two multifamily rental properties for not controlling crime committed by residents and visitors on or near their sites. Paola Rodriguez has this report. According to the lawsuit, one of the rental properties experienced over 800 police service calls last year, while the other had over 900 service calls. The city of South Tucson is asking for an injunction to prevent further criminal activity. The remediation plan presented by the city includes increasing lighting on the two properties, two security guards 24-7, crime-free addendums to new leases, and more. Under state law, property owners are required to control crime that is committed by residents and their visitors if it is on or near their properties. I'm Paola Rodriguez, AZPM News. Tucson horse racing fans will have to go elsewhere to see their favorite sport. Rieto Racing, the operator of Rieto Park, has canceled racing for this year. County Administrator Jan Lesher says the County Fair Horse Racing Commission asked to move its four horse racing dates to Turf Paradise in Phoenix. And so they are uh, asking for the approval of these dates so they can then enter into negotiations to hold those four days somewhere else since there will not be racing in Pima County at Rieto. Pima County will sponsor races every Thursday in March at Turf Paradise. 
Rieto Racing says it had to cancel this year's schedule because of ongoing construction work and a scheduling conflict with the Phoenix track. The group also missed a deadline to submit financial audits to Pima County. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today in the Arizona Public Media Newsroom. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our newscasts on the air, you can always get them right here on this podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll be back tomorrow.